2: Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the show that brings together good friends to answer three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. (laughs) Wine? Brilliant. She's already had three Three glasses of wine. Over (laughs) three mouthfuls of wine. Oh, you know the drill. It's White Wine Question Time. (laughs) Yeah! We're going high-cultured this week. (laughs) <laughs> I have with me two West End superstars, both currently treading the boards in David Gregg's 25-year-old play Europe at the Donmar Theatre, but you don't have to be a big fan of the theatre to know who they are. You'll undoubtedly recognise and know them from their many, many credits on the big and small screen because they've racked up some very impressive roles between them. First up, we have Natalia Tena. Hello. Hello from the Game of Thrones where you played Osha. Yes.
3: Osha. Kind of feral woman. Wildling. Yes. Is, is what she was. Yeah. A wildling. Wildling. But feral as well. Feral. Brilliant though. Lose so very little time
2: in hair and makeup.
3: Very, t- I mean, what? just back home in mud. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> that sounds like my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Festivals. Woo! And then slightly different, obviously, because you were much
2: younger, uh, playing Tonks in Harry Potter. Yes. Little witch with my purple hair. That's quite yeah, fun. purple hair. Yeah. Well, Natalia, all I can say is I just hope that you get better at picking your productions and, yeah, you know, Game of Thrones, <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah, I've got really focused, you know. Yeah, I'm Black <laughs> Mirror, honestly. You just need to just aim Come higher. On, no, I'm trying. <laughs> Maybe next year. Now, not to be outdone, is your current co-star, Faye Marseille. Hello, everyone. Who you will also recognise as the Waif from Game of Thrones. You'll also know her as Candice from Channel Falls Fresh Meat, or Alex from You, Meet and Him with David Tennant. And she's also starred in McMafia as Katya. Yes, yeah, okay. yes. Oh, Faye, I fell in love with you properly in McMafia. Did you? I did. Oh, wow. Your wardrobe, your steeliness. My wardrobe was... Oh. Incredible, what was this? Mafia. mafia.
1: she was the she I was Katya. One night, Fashion sister. Oh. I wore a million pounds worth of diamonds. What? And I had to have an <laughs> armed guard following me around the um, the museum where we were filming. <laughs> we did a night shoot, and every time I went for a wee, they all had to come off, and like it, the guy had to stand outside the toilets, and then it took like ten minutes to put them back. They were so heavy, but a million pounds. Worth of diamonds, which is quite unlike the uh, costume
2: that we saw you uh, in Game of Thrones when you played. Well, I, I would describe her as a kind of, sort of stick waving maniac. The waif. So the waif. Yes. Would wear the face of dead people.
1: She would, and she would also <laughs> wear what can only be described as like a sack. Very little time in hair and makeup as well, Again, like Nat. Um, I mean it was a huge money production and yeah, clearly yeah. none of it went on. None of, of it your wardrobe went oh no, on us. At all. At all. Uh, I think I was in make- makeup for about three minutes just yeah. to make sure there was no light spot. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's it.
2: I have to ask Game of Thrones, were you happy with the way it ended? There's a petition, people want it rewritten, they were unhappy, they were bewildered, they were confused. Where do you stand?
3: So I, I mean, I liked it to the bit where she um, stabs him in the heart, the um, the what White Walker. What episode was that? Uh, uh, the eight, is uh, that is, Maisie? Yeah, she stabs mm-hmm. him in the heart. Yeah, I saw that bit. I so. I liked I liked up to then. It was, but after that, I just feel like some. I feel like all the right. I just didn't understand. I was like, what? The, the, that the the caliber of writing. Towards the end, and the kind of plots and everything that happens and how they wrapped up, compared to any other season, any other bit, it just feels like it's been written by different people. It doesn't make sense. Really? For so, me. You, so
2: you agree with them in some ways that I, there's a discord, I, I mean, a disjoint. I, I
3: was a few glasses of wine in when I watched. I binge watched the whole thing, but I I ended up just screaming My boyfriend had to leave the boat because I was just I was ranting for an hour at him about how much I didn't like it, and then but I rang my friend to is... rant at him because he was like, "My boyfriend." So you, was
2: like, and you still haven't made peace with it?
3: No, no, no I'm cool. You know, it's done. Um, I, I don't think I'd go so far as to petition. I think they had to end. I just. Don't Understand? I don't it had understand. to end, and do you know, I don't what? understand people, why they made those choices. But people
1: were always going to be pissed off without yeah, it. and that's me. the thing. Like, it, you know, the fans are such fanatics, and that's wonderful. And you know, thank God, you know that you know we've had jobs in in that world. But I always feel like whatever you write, yeah, they're still going to be annoyed yeah. by it. And um, you no, know, I know Dan and David, the showrunners, well, and they're wonderful, talented human yeah. beings. And whether it's pissed people off or not, you know, the Game of Thrones did the job of. Being an amazing piece of television, and that what people really invested in, and so in that respect, it did its job. Whether they like the ending or not, it did its job. They
2: apparently knew from the very beginning that that was how it was going to end.
3: I don't know because they are don't so know secretive. Really? They are so That's secretive. what they don't even tell you their read own different things. Stuff, yeah, you know I, know mean, I mean, I don't know. Like all of that is shrouded in mystery. Do you imagine yeah. them
2: being them right and having to carry around the responsibility of concluding Game of Thrones yeah. in a way? That A was brilliant, but also that they couldn't discuss with really outside of a handful of people. That must have been I a know horrible that they pressure. They did not speak
1: to their own wives about it. Yeah. But on Game of Thrones, everybody shoots in their own world. Yeah, stage. you're in nice pocket, yeah. So, so th- I only knew Maisie Williams and Tom, who played Jack and, and um, Aya, obviously. And those were the two people that I spent my time it? with. That was it. So when you yeah. go to the big season premieres, you're You're kind like- of stashed because you're like, oh yeah, it's it's Jon Snow over there. And you know what I mean? It's it's kind of. <laughs> well, I was it because I was
3: at the beginning. Mm-hmm. so at the beginning actually everyone oh, yeah, was filming were. in Belfast yeah. so I got to meet my, like a lot more of the cast because we were all there and they did most of it in the studio and yes. I think they did a bit of location but not that much yeah, from yeah, what yeah. I gather yeah. and I remember the first season you know they barely had like a costume department and I went back to season six and they've got like a a warehouse. It's like the the trans. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like a whole different it's thing. like a mini city that, that yeah. That yeah. Studio and when it, I first started, it was just like it just looked like a dockyard and like some trailers. And now it's well, it incredible. was shot just outside the docks, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, yeah all that studio. They actually there.
1: use the um, the studio that's used is the is the paint hall, which they use to paint the Titanic. Do you know what I mean? That's pretty cool. That's it's cool. ginormous and absolutely freezing inside. Yes. Yep. It's the coldest place I've the ever. Glamour. The glamour. The glamour. Mm. Because most of it's shot on green screen, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of green screen. I don't yeah. know you remember number that, that. I, I mean, to be honest, the the chair sequence I did with Maisie was all like it was it. We were in Girona in Spain, and that was all like the real streets and stuff running through that. Boiling your is... did off
2: So you two have now come together, having left all of these incredible productions behind. Yeah, um, and your paths have finally crossed. You're the only two women mm-hmm. in this play. Are. Yes, are you dressing room sharers? Oh
3: uh, yeah, we, we yeah. share rooms, and what's amazing is that because there's only two dressing rooms, so it's it's the boys have one and we have the other one and. Because there's only us, it, it's huge. We, we she a pulls out the bench, bed. I can put my bike in there. The dogs. The in there. The accordions in there. Accordion's there. It's you like, know, it's
1: awesome.
2: your accordion,
3: Natalia.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, so music is in your blood, which is why I have devised our first question because I know you love Ooh. it too. I Faye. do love music, and I you do. drum, don't you?
1: Um, I do I haven't drummed for a while, but I do. I did have uh, electric drum kit in my old house that right. I used to just mess about with and stuff. And I play guitar as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're
2: definitely musical. I'm musical. I mean, let all, say all that. I can do is murder something on a recorder. <laughs> Good old card, I love it. So, your first question, ladies. You ready? Yeah, yeah. go on. Um, if you could have any artist, dead or alive, sing at your funeral, Ooh. who would it be and what would they sing?
3: Frank Sinatra, That's Life.
2: Oh, wow, that was so quick and easy.
3: If I overthink it, I will overthink it, but that was my immediate one. Frank Sinatra, why him? Because uh, I love the way he sings That's Life, but also to see it again, and now I'm starting to overthink it, he was a wife-beating arsehole, so maybe you. I wouldn't. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because you don't want that shit.
3: Yeah, but okay, so maybe maybe I'd have Amy Winehouse singing that song.
1: No, no, Amy Winehouse was mine. (laughs)
3: She can be at both, man. She loves. Yeah, but which song? See, this is what I'm stuck on. I'm going to make it easy for you.
2: I'm going to give you two songs, two artists. One that walks you in, and then one that takes you through the doors. Okay. Okay.
3: So there is a a Latin song, "A la memoria del muerto," which is at the memory of the dead person. Whatever the dude that sang that. I'd have him. Has it go? A la memoria del muerto. It's all about having a massive party in the memory oh, of the dead kind person. Of quite carnivalesque, yeah. It's it's salsa man. It's fucking yeah, it's pure it's, salsa. Yeah. And so I'd have that as I'm getting in. Yeah. And then and, what, have, and, and how would people respond to everyone that piece would be of be dancing, dancing. I'd I'd want to be in the coffin uh dressed up in my finest. Do you want to be seen in the coffin absolutely, or covered? Absolutely. I want people like carrying me fucking dancing with me. Oh um and then it gets put down. <laughs> I mean this is my actual food. This is what not actual, What are you what, wearing by the way? Um an, an old flamenco dress and all the bits and bobs. Are crazy, totally right. Spanish, yeah. Like maybe some Spanish. My shawl, I've you're got gonna, you might shawl. look like a toilet roll cover. We That's need to fine. think this through. I've got a weird shawl. I'm it, my, my dog will be dead by then, so her taxidermy body in as well inside, <laughs> and the cats oh, as well, and me. the cats, <laughs> and the cats. And then what inside the coffin? Uh, all of you? us with like, and like, like, all my like, my Imagine weird tarot cards. I've got all my weird shit. I've got, I've got, I've got like a shrine at home of like weird shit, even though I'm a complete atheist. All my weird shrine would be in there with me, and then um, I'd have Amy Winehouse singing That's Life, so I'd have her singing the the, the you Sinatra you've really thought about this no I this. haven't I'm literally just she's I, this good is just, though it's good yeah. I mean I'm literally actually, I think about death a lot like it's do there. you why because oh it inspires me to do loads of things see that's a beautiful way of looking at it though. that's exactly like it the makes right you have to, to fearless yeah. Yeah.
2: You're like yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah, yeah. to die yeah, everything's yeah.
1: irrelevant we're all going to fucking yeah. die yeah. Yeah, yeah so let's get on you know yeah. let's live life let's get on I like um, that I'm okay. struggling with this bring it bring me in tune because I want it to be fun and, and like you know some of the funniest times of my life is when I've been a teenager listening to really shit like dance music and happy hardcore and stuff yes! and well, I'm quite ashamed happy. to say that do you know what I mean don't, but, don't but, be ashamed she's put in the dressing room but, like. yeah I'm like nah, have you heard this one from like 93 like, that no. <laughs> I was like 7 or something in 93 but I'm like acting like I know all about like this this one from 93 mate I think I, I can't <laughs> say the one that would bring me in because there's too many options but definitely Amy Winehouse but I'm still struggling with which Amy, Amy songs because I just think she was an utter genius and it's such, such a shame. So you're going
2: to go for an original, not one of her covers, not like a Valerie?
1: Not a Valerie, no. No, no an original. But I mean, a lot of her original music's quite dark and stuff, yeah. so I don't, you know, it's 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 tricky, but I just think she was a genius and I just think it's, you know, it's so tragic what happened to her. But, mm. A banging dance tune.
3: So banging dance, like well, 90s... What kind,
1: what kind of banging dance tune? What's that
3: one that you played the other day? Right, the... <laughs> it's
1: it's, it's um, Sunshine After The Rain by Berry right when I was a kid we used to have these school discos right and it goes I wanna feel the sunshine, sunshine after, after the, rain. the rain now I don't know why that's a shit song but it
2: just but you're dead so it doesn't matter no, but no, I'm but...
1: dead and I just want but
2: then but do you people know what? bounce why to that why is it a shit song if you've just uh, remembered it and danced around yeah. to it and it's giving you some it's, sense of it's from of time joy. when
1: times were good you know what I mean yeah. because when I was a teenager I was quite into like like not well yeah I suppose emo and like bands like The Used and stuff like that and there's a Good song that they do called "The Taste of Ink," which would be a good one to come into. This is a really complex question for I me know. babe. I could sit here all day. I'd need at least. I think. F- I think you should come into Happy House. Yeah. Something a bit uplifting. Something like uplifting, and then Amy to just to just centre. think let's go out
2: miserably because you're an actress. You want people to mourn. Yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Let's put some drama here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, drama what is going to
1: make them cry
2: yeah. until their tear but ducts are I, mean. have I run think Amy dry. can sing
3: another song. Like, if you like a voice, like, Well,
1: yeah. my way then, or something like yeah. that. I know that's a bit cheesy but like if it's amy doing it yeah do you know what I and mean? you can
3: pull off anything
1: she really can what would you what? be
3: wearing would you be
2: in an open coffin
1: i don't think i would because for, i'm not like used to that and I, I i would find that quite i think my family would find that it's very spanish, spanish though right but it's very spanish yeah but, yeah. Uh,
3: yeah but the, this i think that i've just given i don't think it would be my actual real funeral like, i've got plans already for my real thing that i'm gonna do mate you're on it
1: yeah. do you know what mate i'm gonna take <laughs> the happy hardcore back Let's just get rid of that one. We're going for an Oasis song. Live forever. Live forever. Live forever. Because it's beautiful. It is. Live forever. And I think, yeah.
2: And what are you going through the curtains to at the end?
1: It's going to be Amy, but singing. Give her a cover. Oh, God. Do you know what I like? I love that... um Silver lining, my silver lining by First Aid Kit, which is a beautiful song as well. Maybe she could sing that because I thought you were going to say hi Ho, Silver Lining." No, no.
2: <laughs> and everywhere we go <laughs> nah, now, baby. No, no, no. I'm no,
1: <laughs> very confused. In, singing You're like, why am zone, I singing what this? Shit? The fuck is this? Um, yeah, okay, I'm going to go for those Oasis. Well, yeah, or you could still go with "That's Life." I mean, if you think about the lyrics, "That's Life."
2: That's what all the people say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're riding high in April, shut down in May. Yeah. But I know I'm going to change that tune when I'm back on top, back on top in June. Well, you're not going to be back on top, though, No, you're definitely
1: not. But,
3: but I like the, the, the you know, But there's that a, a pauper, there, a poet, a pirate, a, you know, all that. A, yeah. A porn and a, and a queen, I would have her say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, that is what life is, just constant tumble of up and down. Um, yeah. And especially as, as someone that's self-employed, anyone in our self-employed creative world, it's yeah. it's feast or famine, and, yeah. and you've got to be careful in the feast to save some. And you've got to, you know, yeah, you got, to and, in the famine, you've got to know that you're, you can, you've, you've saved it for, the, for the famine. Exactly. You know?
2: Well, you've always got to have a dry store somewhere,
3: haven't yeah. you? Yes, like you squirrels do. Just how, how
2: long into your acting careers did you guys figure that out? Because it's such a massive thing to come to terms 19.
1: with. I, I, 19. I think I'm still figuring it out now. Like, I, you know, I come from quite a very modest background in the northeast, and... You know, one of my first jobs, I got paid quite well for, and I just I've never seen that much money. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, and so I'm still trying to figure out because what I like to do is I like to spoil people and I like to have yeah. good experiences. And I'm not saying I go like mad buying loads of clothes because I don't, but I, I like to have really nice holidays and I like yeah. to make sure that everyone's all right. And so you know, in my head, I'm always like, okay, I should save, yep, yeah, but what if tomorrow? And it, it's not it's not the most responsible way of thinking about life. But it's the way that I've always thought because I'm always like, I always just want to like grab it by its balls yeah. and just go with it and let's have it, yeah. you know.
2: But, you know, in this business, the highs are high and this. the lows are oh, so crashingly so low, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah, 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 they are. And I think, you know, mental health in this industry is quite a big thing. And, you mm. know, certainly something that I've been uh, swept up with as well over the last Well, yeah, probably longer than that. Probably longer than I've been doing this. You know, it's a huge thing and I think we need to start talking about it more and we're all trying. We're all trying to do something about, you know... I
2: think there's something really lovely and refreshing when people can hear, for example, two actresses who've been in the biggest television programme in the history of the planet with Game of Thrones and you can talk about the fact that your lives can be famine and feast and it's up and down. Oh, mate. And and that you haven't got it
1: all sorted. No, for fuck's
3: sake. There is absolutely... No, look, I would recommend that anyone in this industry or anyone that wants to be self-employed like if you're a woman well, if, if you're an actor you should have a very strong plan B a plan B that you love doing that was for me music yeah. yeah. but it can be whatever because it insp- and I'll tell you why in a second and if you're a woman you should probably have a plan C as well because this industry or basically if you're not a white man you should have a lot of plans like, A, B, C, D, E, F, G yeah. the whole alphabet Yeah. And, and that's why do you think it's harder for women? Because we're still valued much more on the way we look rather than what we do. Absolutely. In, in a nutshell. In a that's nutshell, it that's it. That's what it it's, is. I don't know. I can go on about this. No, rather. but it's
2: a real life frustration for you, yeah. Yeah. It definitely. is. It is. So definitely. then it's worth a conversation, oh. and because I think I it's very difficult to... if if we live in a society where we don't see a fair reflection of society. Yeah, exactly. But the diversity uh, is in. Do you remember recently they they've put into the um I don't know if you've been in I've only seen it in the Nike store in. Uh, Oxford Street, but you go in and they have um, a mannequin that is larger than okay, the regular mannequin. So it's no. a, for a fuller figured woman. Finally, and and it, it was really interesting actually that people were, I mean, taking pictures of it.
1: Wow.
0: Okay.
2: And you think, hang on a minute, that is reflecting the average woman in the UK. The average woman is a size 16, yeah. and people were stood in the store taking pictures like of it. Like it was something they'd never fucking seen was, before, and it's different. Exactly. So, Unrendous. what is it like to be walking through life not seeing yourself represented? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's really I mean, isolating. I've got a yeah. mate
3: that, um, I mean, it's very interesting. My mate said that um, she, she came last night, and I'm sure at some point in my life she told me, um, yeah, Plas is a racist and I was like fuck I never even realised
1: yeah of course it's true, oh then. my god of course. and it's like of course. suddenly it's
3: like there's just there's so much you're absolutely right because <laughs> they're yeah, sold yeah, yeah. in one colour yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. is <laughs> Caucasian
1: white you know what if you're a, a black actor or a young Asian actor and you know you're I mean, not seeing yourself on no. fucking television no. and it's fucking disgusting and I think it's really important that we check our white privilege and we you know yeah, we absolutely. do all of that because you know it's easy for us to sit here and say these things but can you imagine being you know a young I, I can't imagine so I want to make sure I'm checking my you know my white privilege and 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 do my best to include yeah. everybody because that's 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 where we live we live in London where you see everybody's you know different races, when, cultures when you know. do you think you
2: last worked in a cast that was truly diverse and reflected the society in which we live?
1: Uh, oh uh, well, good question um, um, I'm just trying to think of the last film in no 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 it's depressing
3: isn't it no nope. no the last <laughs> Maybe the last play I did 10 years ago. Wow, we're going back a decade.
2: The fact that we're having the conversation and we can't find anything that feels like an answer is very telling. Yeah. Girl, there's a long way for our business to go. Yeah. You know, and you're right, we have to check in on ourselves sometimes because we can sit here and talk about this without
1: it impacting us massively um, beyond the fact that we're women. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. That's a, a tricky, it's a tricky world to be in, I think.
3: Yep.
2: Okay, um, so the premise of the play that you're in. Yep is essentially a couple of refugees waiting at a station where the trains are no longer stopping. It's kind of a Brexit metaphor, I guess. Yes. Yes. So, if you could purchase only one return ticket on a new train line that travels either into the past or the future, which direction are you travelling and where are you going?
3: So, I'm I'm on this train. You can go to the past or the future. Uh, You know what? I'm good for the future. I think um, it's going to happen. And I think going there will only make me think I can change things now, and I just don't. I mean, you know, the Greeks were very interesting. You know, the the Oedipal mm-hmm. thing of like the more you run away from fate, the more it, 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 catches, it catches up you. to you. Exactly. So I think I'm good. Think I'm also back. good. It would be bad. You don't want to yeah. go to the
1: future? No, I don't I'm because good. because I think if you go there, you you know what's exciting is every life is unfolding minute to minute, right? Mm-hmm. So let's change changing just, a phone call, right? Do you know what I mean? So, like, let's not, let's not go there and, and see what's going to happen. Let's just let it unfold. That's part of the fucking journey, no? That sounds really wanky, but it <laughs> is. It is, though, right? It is. But I think I'd go to a pass. Now, give me a minute, darling, um, because I, as you know with the music question, this will take I, me I, um, you know, instinct- I love that you're doing, like, the thinking you oh. <laughs> No, because I want to get it right because I feel I have a responsibility to get this right. So let me just... So instinctively,
3: mm-hmm. I think I'd want to go somewhere like ancient egypt because one of the things i love about ancient egypt that i seem to remember is that out of all those past civilizations they were very equal with women women could even when they married they kept their land which i think is very rare in all those civilizations did they really yes they did mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like yeah so when you got married you could keep it there was the divorce the things with divorce and lineage it, it, fe- it felt like a good interesting time to be a woman back then they had a lot of i just i, I feel like they maybe had a lot of culture of for me, i'm I'm torn. again, I'm torn.
1: I love the Roman Empire. I've just come back from Italy, where I've been to um I went to Pompeii. and, oh. like, you know, amazing, amazing, amazing. And I would love to go back and have a day in Pompeii just as, one of the residents yeah. you know they had like fast food um shops you can stay, they, see they like, invented the, toilets I mean they, the they urns toilets. That, that, not earned sorry wrong word the, the the bowls that they would put um the food in they're still there there's still original artwork right so that blew my mind I spent like hours hours in Pompeii but then I also love the Mayan people I went mm. to Chichen Itza is it Chichen Itza is that how you pronounce it Chichen Itza Chichen Itza in it's Mexico it's got a lot of yeah yeah one um, of oh, the one, you mean, the, 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 the the huge. It's one of the the seven oh, the, the new it, seven wonders of the world. Is it near Mexico City? Uh, uh, it's near Tulum, I believe. Oh, right I was wrong. in I was staying in Riviera Maya, and we took a day trip out there, and it was fascinating, mm. fascinating. These people are so clever. You know that their their sort of shrines and everything that they created, they they were so immensely clever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's either, do you go back to a time, like you say, where the women are valued more and, and they're part of well, you know what what about, mean? But it,
3: well, it depends how long are we, how long are we there for, because that's also another question. Like if I, it's almost like I was thinking, where would I go and live? But maybe it's more like, actually, I really like the idea of finding out a, a mystery from the past. That's quite yeah. an interesting one, isn't it? See,
1: that's interesting. But then I was thinking in my head, would I want to be a suffragette?
3: Yeah, and I would love
1: to run about with them women and fight for that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think maybe that's on reflection. Let's
3: both go there.
1: Let's go there. You let's go there go with some let's lady run petrol about with Pankhurst. and like
3: get 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 the, um, Ching. I'll do some ready.
2: shouting let's
1: yes. all go let's all go there let's do some shouting where are we going where's the train I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great yeah. we, I mean we we, 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 we travelled our way through that but we
2: all got back to we the same back. place yeah. which is we would like to go back and meet the women that enabled us to I'm be really the, women the, women the women we are today exactly exactly nice one girls yeah. nice one Okay, question number three, ladies. So, it's just been announced that the September issue of Vogue will be guest edited by none other than Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. The September issue is arguably its biggest and most important of the year. And the women that she has chosen to appear on the cover – well, here's some of them because there's rather a lot – We have Jacinda Ardern, uh, the Prime Minister of New Zealand. Uh, We have Gemma Chan, campaigner and actor. Laverne Cox uh, for her work with the LGBTQIA community. Jane Fonda, no intro necessary. Selma Hayek as a women's rights advocate. Jamila Jamil for her work as a body positive campaigner. My question is, if you were guest editing Vogue next month, who would you put on the cover? Wow.
1: My first one would be. Um, I think Ellen Page has done some wonderful things for the LGBT community yeah. recently, and I think that Olivia Com- Colman. Yes. Oh, we love Olivia
3: Colman. Olivia well Colman because she's she be on there. a don't, badass. I just wanted to be there.
2: But yeah, you know, actually, if you're talking about amazing Ellen's, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres was going to be one of Ellen DeGeneres. The was- Ellen
3: Show. Do you know. Oh, Ellen! Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah
2: Ellen. Yeah, oh my yeah. God,
3: she's great. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when she
2: came out, it was. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah, was such yeah, yeah. a risk. That the way she did it, which was really smart, Ellen, the the sitcom character, she came out and then a couple of weeks later, I think on the cover of uh Time magazine. Time, it was time,
1: yeah, you're right. She it was. came out
2: and said, I'm gay too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first everybody went, That's great and then the advertising fell away and the show got cancelled.
1: And then she took a few years out and came back with The Ellen Show. I love her. She's amazing. Who else would I have? I would have Megan. I can never say her surname. The the captain of the USA football team. Rap oh. rapio, rapone. Oh, the, the one with the pink hair. Yeah. The yeah. one who basically told Trump to fuck off. We're not we're <laughs> yeah. not coming to the White House so you can yeah. shoot it up your ass. I think she's <laughs> she's I amazing. Like, uh, and definitely. also um I can never remember this woman's name, but there's a there's um it was on Netflix and um uh, Alexander Corte oh God. What? Acacia Cortez I always get it mixed up so and I, I always feel embarrassed saying it, but I think she's, you know, have you seen the Have you seen the documentary? No. What's the documentary? Tell me, and it, I will go well, and watch. it's 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 basically it's basically her trying to get her voice heard within the American political uh, system. I don't really want to spoil it, but watch it. I don't know if I can say that. Yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix. It's yeah. on Netflix.
2: Alexandria Arcasia Cortez, and go. it's called
1: Knock Down the House.
2: Yes. I yes. will okay. tell you another one that you'll love. Go on. I'm going to write it down. The Ruth Bader Ginsburg story on
1: Netflix. I don't know that one.
2: Oh. So So, you, so she you would be Jungle one of my truth. cover
1: stars. Okay. Let me just... I mean, I am a massive documentary fan. So, Ruth...
3: Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Is she quite... Uh, is she, she, oh, she's oh, in her 80s. Oh, my God. I've heard all about this. Beyond yes, the I, notorious watched the trailer, I watched the trailer this there documentary and I cried. Yeah. So, I'm de- yeah, that's what I'm doing this. Who is <laughs> the American lawyer that
1: fights for women's rights? Yes. There was Gloria... Gloria oh, yes. Allred. Is that her? There was a documentary on her as well and she's pretty badass. Seeing All Red. Seeing All Red. There yeah, we go. There we go. There we go. I watched that probably about a year ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was in Canada I remember watching it there and I think she helped um, Mel B, Melanie Brown, with some stuff. Actually, when she was going through all her oh, stuff really? with them, um, I love the Spice Girls. Yeah, we yeah, were. But she got me back I into them. She went an to see them. Absolute. Did you go? Negative, oh, yeah, I went on it? the last night at Wembley, and oh, I cried three times. Did
3: you? No, I cried three times. She got me into it, and I, but every day now when I go running, my first song is "Who Do You Think You?" It's on my playlist to go do running. Do you versus, think, I think you are? I, mean, oh, I like to run
1: to a little bit of spice up your life. Spice up your life. They
2: you again, go, there great you go. baseline.
3: Yeah, People I just—they the
1: were amazing like if you in fact fuck it I'm going to put the Spice Girls on there as well because (laughs) when I was an 11 year old seeing Mel C in a football shirt I'm a huge football fan right I'm obsessed with football in a football shirt being a northerner and still being able to be successful I went oh I don't I can can get out of here I can actually get out of here you know so she was really inspirational and i think what the spice girls did because you know unlike bands now you know it wasn't about it wasn't necessarily about image that that made them uber feminine and sexy it was about being individual and i think people forget the impact that the spice girls yeah. had on young well, women look at the Absolutely. conversation we
2: were having just a few moments ago about yeah. why are we not seeing diversity reflected yeah. and actually they were five women that i mean would refuse to dress in uniform sure. quite right yeah 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 um they were amazing yeah. i think for if, For
1: then, I mean, don't give me one. You wrong, must they have didn't... met them, have you? Well, yeah it's like... <sighs> <laughs> oh, oh, Do God, you know I day would day. cry? Mel, Mel Please, B- somebody make it happen. Please, can I meet the Spice Girls? Um, Please. Who was
3: it that happened? Apparently, one of them walked past the theatre. Oh yeah, we were and in she was like,
1: Are you And they, ca- they came in. No one... one of the one, I can't remember who it was came and said, Steven. "Oh, Mel, Mel B's just walked past," and I nearly cried. Ah, oh, I... spice up your life. <laughs> spice up your life. <laughs> so um, many, many years ago. I became a really tiny kind of
2: um, part of girl power thing because I um I was twenty one and I was editing a magazine called Smash Hits. Do you remember Smash
1: Oh Hits? my god! I, I remember, remember every portion of the Spice yeah. Girls.
2: You edit in that? Yeah. So Babe! I know. Well I've bought many a copy Which of was very of girl you. power because I was very the first girl woman power. to edit it. I was wow. twenty one. That's amazing. So but what would happen at, at Smash Hits is Smash Hits. It's like you know when you read it as a teenager you think, I oh, bet it's amazing work there and there's always pop stars in the offices. Sure, yeah. There were, right? Yeah, yeah. So like Peter Andre, because he, he moved oh, to the yes. UK <laughs> and he had no friends Friends, really, because he'd come from Australia. Yeah, he, you know, and he was always on a smash hit shoot every other week. He would like come and hang out at the offices.
3: Cause I was mysterious girl is my song that I loved. That I'm embarrassed I love was he was am T boy. Loving, I love it. Yeah. Oh, and bless him.
2: He used to do anything we said. I'd be like, Pete, oh. we're going to do a cover, but I'm going to have to shade. I'm going to put makeup on your abs to make them more pronounced. And he'd be like, Yes, yeah, sure, no worries, go for it. No worries, oh, yeah. no worries. So, so we had all these bands in and out of the offices. Amazing. And so one day, I was I was in a meeting. With with my publisher, so like my boss. Yeah, yeah. And um, my PA came in and knocked door. She went, "Oh, um, Nikki Chapman's downstairs." Do you remember Nikki Chapman? Yeah, I do. I she do. was a plugger at the time. Yeah. And she's got this new band. I said, "Well, they can come up, but they haven't got an appointment, so I can't. I'm in a meeting. I can't come out." So we Ooh. had bands in all the time, like people trying to like you know tap dance and show us how yeah. good they were. <laughs> so I'm in this meeting. <laughs> And all I could see at the corner of my eye were that they jumped, whoever these people were, jumped on the desks. And I could see all their shoes jumping up and down. And they, they caused mayhem. So I said to my publisher, we've got to go and see what this is all about. And as I opened the door, I literally just got bombarded by the Jerry and Mel B going, girl power, you're a girl. You've got this. We are the Spice Girls. And they gave me this whole kind of manifesto of theirs. Yeah. And and you've got to give us coverage you've got to give us coverage put us on the cover and I said listen girls girls don't sell magazines at the moment yeah. but if you get to number one I'll give you your cover and I will do a piece on you That's introducing you to the readership mm. but if you get to number one you'll have, you have my word we'll do the cover and we did amazing <gasps> Yeah.
1: Yes! do you know what, babe I'm just thinking and we're
2: still friends to this day and it's yes! so lovely yes! Yes. I love them so much. You, are every, you have every, every right to love them because they yeah. are honestly, yeah, they're wonderful. And going back to the shows, I went to see the show. the Did you go? before you? Before the show, we went backstage to say hi, and the girls were out, and they're, you know, they're so sociable. I'm like, what are you doing? You've got a show in like 20 minutes. Why yeah, are you yeah, having yeah. drinks with us? And um, I said, hey, oh, God, how's it going? And Mel, Mel, B, no, Mel C came over. She went, I had sports day this morning. You know, that was hard. <laughs> after a show the night before, and Emma had, had to go in and do assembly. Oh, and and not you know, assembly. And actually, I thought that is the ultimate in girl power, yeah, of is course that you it played is. Wembley Stadium the night
3: before, but you, you still made it to the kids. Yeah. day, yeah. and the actually kids' assemblies. That is, like, top moment. I just that, I think that, they That's are, why I love them.
1: Yeah, 100%. They have no idea how important they were to people like me who were grown up in, like, working class North, going, oh, I could do that. And They I have think, no idea.
2: I, I think, actually, they might have had a little glimpse of how important they were. On
1: this last tour. On this last yeah. Election. The tears. I mean, everybody around me was really? crying. Everyone was crying mm-hmm. because it was so, at the time, no, none of us had the internet or mobile phones. They were, you know, they were so different to anything we'd ever seen. Yeah. Yeah to anything we'd ever seen and give so much hope to young people. And that is
2: kind of what they'd said to me that day in the office. I I said, it's not what sells. And it's like, well, then what is... And then then I thought, nothing's selling. What are we talking about? You know, actually, fuck it. Let's put (laughs) something different out there and see if it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we did and it did and sometimes you just you have to shake things up yep. yeah. and they really and they did. did and they fucking
1: did and they still do Definitely. and they still yeah. do and they
2: still do yeah they're my number one okay right there, right so there. we're going to put the Spice Girls on the cover yes Perfect. and what about you Natalia where did we land
3: oh, I don't know I'm my mum yeah my mum would go on my it my mum yeah. my aunt some of my best friends all my female friends that I love it's like I, d- I know that there's all these women but I'm so like, I've, as you've clearly realised I'm terrible with names no, and that's them. great but and no, so th- I know that yeah my personal women.
1: people are like Elaine my mum Heidi Vic Emma yeah. Catherine Kylie I mean they, it goes on my, own, my own
3: Spice Girls my own yeah, Spice Girls exactly yeah, that's exactly. absolutely
1: listen you're the editor you're yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah just mates who are they doesn't matter they're amazing <laughs>
1: how amazing that you were editing that at 21 I
3: know what are
1: they thinking do you know that's so bizarre because I used to buy that like every week did you think that's really cool I think that's cool man that's cool it was really
2: cool yeah It was a pinch me moment and I used to hang a lot out of my office window smoking (laughs) and um, just so, like, somebody would come in and say, um, have you got an answer for us on X, Y, or Z? And i go, yeah, sure, it's uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then they'd leave. And I'd hang my head out of the window and, just, and literally be going, what the fuck? <laughs> what I just, said? What I just said? Yeah, I have no yeah. idea what I'm doing. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, babe. I am 21. useless. 21. I, I was younger than anybody else yeah. there. Yeah. Even my PA was older
3: than me. Wow. Um, well, yeah, it was terrifying, nice but girl, brilliant. Girl,
2: yeah. And sometimes you just got to feel the fear.
3: Exactly. you got to feel the fear. And also, I exactly. realise the older I get, in 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 just in, in because of the industry I am in, in, that one, a lot of people are blagging it. of lo- oh, like no! Everyone, shit, basically everyone is blagging being an we're adult. Inside, there's shit. a little g- girl or boy going, "I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. <laughs> Give, and, I want my <laughs> mum or my dad or whoever. Yeah, that's <laughs> your. We're comfort. all just adulting. Like when I have talks with my accountant, I'm I literally don't know what he's talking about. For example, I went to meet my bank manager. He talked to me about my mortgage. Wow, oh, like, fucking. Uh-huh. And I've got more. You know, I've got a place. I've got a mortgage on it. And I literally don't understand what he's saying. And I literally sit there. And every year, he draws a diagram. Same diagram. And and he's trying to explain to me. And what's amazing is I literally understand it for five minutes. And I walk away and then like... About a month later, I'm like, oh, I've got this mortgage. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what it means. I look at the diagram. I'm like, what does that bit mean in the diagram anyway? Oh, yeah, it's all
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Adulting <laughs> is a nightmare. Being yeah, a really is. Is. grown-up is a nightmare. It really well, is. I can tell you
1: at 46, it doesn't change. No?
2: Okay. <laughs> right. I'm still not grown-up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Great. No. Well, it's fine. I don't, I don't mind that. I think, like, stay young, stay free. Yeah. and also what you said there about just like fear is good for you I think you're right I think that you know motivator the quickest way out of anything is through it's not let's medicate and let's go around it or build a wall up feel it the quickest way out is to feel it to fucking hold on tight and yeah. just go through it, ladies. Thank you so much. How have you found your white wine question time? I just really and enjoyed you so it, much. and you're lovely. And thank you so much. Oh, for thank having you ours. for coming in on your only day off. It's fine. The wine is delicious. As, well, we do we do try. You, you do, and you've that. tried hard, shabbly. and it's beautiful. Thank you so much.
2: And if you like what you've heard, then please do rate or review us. It really does help other people to discover the podcast. If you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. Our email is white time at yahoo.com You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at white qt, where you can unlock extra video footage from these shows you can also follow me on Instagram at the Kate Thornton right one question time is produced by me Kate Thornton alongside Caitlin Mercer for Yahoo UK and our music has been provided by the genius Andy Bell whose new solo album Dissident is out now under the artist name Glock and his previous material with Ride and Oasis is also available on iTunes Spotify and all good music outlets please remember do as we do have fun but drink responsibly